Hello, I'm Derek. And I'm Peter. And this is The Throwback. In this podcast, one of us suggests a beloved movie from our childhood for the other to watch. It's the ultimate nostalgia trip to childhood trauma and adult humiliation. Derek, <laughs> what movie do we have today? Ah, now this one is one of my beloved films. It's The Last Starfighter from 1984. Yes. I first saw this film um, on VHS around 1985 and... I guess the significance for me is that one of my earliest memories, both of my parents worked. So I was often home and this was before like um, daycare and things like that. Did you ever have daycare when you were growing up? Um, Only as, yeah, I did. Um, Do you remember like what that was like with other kids? Well, I, I do remember a lot of the mental scarring that was involved. I remember turning up on Halloween in a ghost outfit and no one else was dressed up. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that, and um, I also remember sitting down and watching a cartoon, which was exciting with all the other kids. And in the cartoon, it had dinosaurs, and there were these baby dinosaurs, and the Tyrannosaurus ate the baby dinosaurs. Yeah, I remember that film. Oh, so so screwed up. <laughs> well, I didn't get to do that. I was actually home alone, all by myself. <laughs> Oh right, <laughs> pretty oh, well. much. Yeah. So, but my dad, he would well, buy. You missed out. Yeah, I did miss out. But my dad would buy these VHS tapes, and he would hide them around the house for me to find. So it would be my activity during the day, like to firstly find the VHS, and then once once I get it, I'd be so excited I could just like load it in and watch it. And the last Starfighter was one of these. Did you ever not find the video tape? No, I would like tear the place apart. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty good at finding it. I wouldn't have to wreck too much. <laughs> Did he have like um, a regular place to hide it? No, it was actually pretty inventive. Like sometimes it was above like the curtains where I couldn't reach. So I'd have to figure out a way to get up there. And <laughs> yeah. All I'm picturing is just either a childhood damage in terms of falling and breaking something and then no one coming to pick you up. <laughs> not reach, not being able to reach the phone, your arms dangling yeah. from falling off the So I would have been about four when I watched this. But it was also about the same time that we got our first video game system. So our first one was a ColecoVision. I'm not sure if you heard of that. That sounds like something out of science fiction. Yeah, and it was very, very limited run thing. <laughs> but it's also when my video game addiction began. So oh. seeing Alex in this movie, the lead character, play the last Starfighter game was just really inspiring to me. Just And my dad would also hide video games around the house sometimes. So I really think that this was one of the first attempts to convince parents that there is a future in playing computer games. <laughs> <laughs> it was all new frontier at this point. Atari, ColecoVision. Um, which one did you have? Uh, we had the Atari 2600. I oh, did, yeah. Uh, Laser Blast, River Raid. Wow. Berserk. Yeah, some of the classics. Uh, not that they were classics for us, but I doubt anyone else. Yeah. Um, talking about that, we'll get to that, but it just there's some moments in this film where they try so hard to convince you that all generations have an admiration for playing computer games. Yeah, I did notice that on the rewatch. <laughs> but I think oh I think for me, like the story is like going against all the odds. Like this is what I remember it about 
like an ordinary boy put into extraordinary circumstances. And I've always been drawn to films like this, I think. Well, it's not even an ordinary boy. Trailer park trash. I never even understood that when I was like watching yeah, it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, it was, I, I didn't even realize it was. They just seemed completely normal park. to me, yeah. But there's a whole class thing here as well that I never just went over my head. Yeah. I, I don't even know where to start with this film. Uh, should we start with, like, the token old black wise guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, I guess I'll do a quick synopsis of the plot. So, for those for those who aren't in the know of this amazing film, it's set in, uh, with this kid Alex in a trailer park, and he's got a girlfriend, uh, and he's got a a little brother who's a shit, and I'm going to use that word because he uses that word. Yeah. And basically, it's a story of a of love and how playing computer games will in the end save the galaxy <laughs> so there's a computer game one of those arcade games that's set up and Alex is unhappy with his life and you know he's he's fixing people's TV sets and um, helping his mum out and dreaming of one day going to college going to the right college not the trailer park trash college apparently mm. and you know he's saying to his girlfriend, you know, oh, you know, don't you don't you want to be more than, than you are? Which I'm sure is the best way of encouraging a lifelong relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, and anyway, he's unhappy and he gets the record on the game. Aliens come down, tell him that he's succeeded in becoming the next uh, great starfighter pilot and um, they have to fight off the, um, the evil Zer and save the galaxy and protect mankind yeah. and hijinks ensue you pretty much nailed it there it's got everything it's got you know it's got annoying kids it's got um, class struggle it's got racial stereotyping <laughs> it's got um, it's got uh, con men and it's got lots of shit happening to people's heads there's heads melting, face well, breathing, floating heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week we actually talked about this. You were scarred by this movie. You yeah. saw one of the scenes where I think it was where Beta, now that I've seen it again recently, Beta was still morphing into his final yeah. form. <laughs> had no uh, oh, skin. Oh, my God. Uh, he was pulsing and had no yeah. skin. <laughs> oh, so, so what happens is when he gets picked up by the alien who's you know dressed up as a human, who's this con man type guy, uh, that tells Alex you know he's he's got a proposition for him. Uh, can he get in his car with him and he'll be? He won't believe where he's going. <laughs> he's going to places. So not, not big, only, not only places. does it encourage kids to play computer games so that they'll become a star, but it also encourages them to get into uh, cars with strangers. <laughs> strange, strange men's cars. cars. <laughs> strange older men and, uh, uh, with, with other strangers in the car that you don't see their faces. <laughs> anyway, so, so um, uh, he gets in the car and this person gets out of the car you don't see their face and uh it turns out that this person is a is supposed to be a doppelganger for alex so like a an android so that people won't uh, miss him so he'll be there to replace alex while he's away being a starfighter pilot yeah and um in one of the scenes where he's turning into alex 
he's underneath these sheets and I thought it was his mum but it's actually his girlfriend comes in and tries talking to him and he's just moaning underneath the covers and she walks out and then the covers are revealed and this guy's face is breathing he has no skin except for this puffy melty face that's breathing with eyeballs popping out of its skull it's just for a kid who has when I just know that I had no idea what the plot was so (laughs) suddenly there was this monster underneath his covers with faces breathing and uh, just yeah yeah, I don't know why I didn't have more of a reaction to that one. It's pretty scary. <laughs> and then when Alex gets to the um, Starfighter base and they introduce the bad guy who appears as a floating head mm-hmm. in front of everyone, uh, he then proceeds to tell them that he found out their, you know, their secret spy. And then he cuts to a screen and this guy's head just just he's just starts screaming as his face starts getting melted and then it cuts oh, out. Oh, there's a laser that shoots to him through the top of yeah. his head and he melts his face. Yeah. This is for kids, by the way. I don't remember these. Maybe it wasn't in the t- yeah. version I got. <laughs> yeah, maybe you had like the the really cut down the version, version or something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, there's there's all these monsters with weird heads and drooling and people's faces melting and eyes popping out of people's heads and faces breathing. It's everything to do with the head. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that that's kinda that's kind of where we're walking into the territory and, and it also features the latest in the most advanced um, CGI for the time. Well, that was, yeah, like that's one thing I'd never really noticed. When I rewatched it, um, this would have been one of the first ones that started using CGI, I think. Yeah, one of the, I, I'm because sure. I remember like just the year before was 1983. That was the Return of the Jedi. And that was like the last, that was one of the first films I saw in the cinema. So this was immediately after that. And I think... I was swept up in a, in this whole, <laughs> yeah, this sci-fi galaxy with gun stars and X-Wings and all of this stuff. It was all happening at this point uh, in my life. And even the score in this, it's very John Williams-like. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think I saw a quote or something where the guy said he wanted to go even further than a John Williams Star Wars film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was... You can hear it like he's got the strings with the horns synchronized and different, you know, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> <laughs> so it's complete ripoff, but it's so moving. <laughs> I, find it, <laughs> I find it so great. And the gun style looks so cool. I thought something like it does look cool. out of Wing Commander. Yeah. And I like how the action of the cockpit moved to like, it wasn't just like a static cockpit. It actually rotated yeah. in its seat. Yeah. I thought he, that was he really spends cool. like one third of the movie turning around to talk to the guy behind him. <laughs> and it builds suspense. <laughs> That's right. Turns <laughs> to say the next dramatic thing. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> he wants to go home a lot in yeah. this film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he also gets introduced to his new friend, the lizard face man. Greg. What, what, it was Greg, was it? Yeah, Greg. You know, I, I emulated his laugh, and I never knew where it really came from, but I just remember I used to do that laugh. Go on. You know, the... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where my asthma came from. 
Yeah, you do it well. But I also I also like the um Centauri character. I found that was so over the top that his performance <laughs> was just... is this, which one's this? Centauri is the creepy old man oh, that that's yeah, the creepy whisks, old man whisks yeah, him yeah. away. Yeah, it's just so over the top and his expressions and his like his wily ways <laughs> and, like he's after a fortune and Gotta get his butt like, of gold. <laughs> yeah. Always trust Centauri. And then he dies. Like, oh, he gets shot. It still breaks my heart when I saw that. And he dies in such a way that, uh, you know, it's just like he's talking and then suddenly he's staring into space. Yeah, the open eye the, death. Oh, my yeah, gosh. The, it's hard like to it's, pull off. The, the, all of this, like, for me, this is the stuff that you don't do for kids <laughs> going into... You can tell why it's absolutely perfect for kids because it's everything that if I was a parent, I would not want my kid to see certain scenes of this film, <laughs> like faces breathing, heads ex- melting, eyes popping out of their heads and and a guy just dying, staring off into space. I'm pretty sure I was alone when I watched this the first time. <laughs> I-, I always thought that I was more screwed up. <laughs> But um, I think the the thing I remember most about this film is the death blossom, the ending, the epic sort of secret weapon that is just an explosive power. It shoots out yeah. like rockets and guns and lasers in all directions and it obliterates the enemy <laughs> in the one massive blow. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember after after we saw that, like much, much later, thinking, why didn't they just use that more often? And actually, they explain it all in the film. Is, you know, it's like they run out of power, they can't move, they have to be in the right position mm. to have all the enemies. And also as a prototype, they didn't know if they were going to blow themselves up. Yeah. So, um, so it does explain that. I, I always thought that it was a bit cheesy that, um, you know, oh, we're only going to use it at this one time and at this one moment that just happens to be the right moment. Mm but it actually does make sense. So. One thing my brother actually told me, because he rewatched it last year, I think. He said, why didn't they just give the translator at the beginning of that whole alien thing? Because <laughs> it's got a translator, which they plug into your collar and it translates for you. But there was a oh, whole right. 10 minutes where it's just <laughs> confused. <laughs> he's, getting indu- he's getting inducted, that's why. Yeah. And how many inductions actually go to plan? <laughs> True. You know? And... We also got to make mention of the fact that um, his his introduction to an alien race is a race of people with premature baldness. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> even the women. But, even the women. And it's just that was the characteristic that defined them as alien. <laughs> it's just not particularly fair. You would have thought that they'd have figured that one out. <laughs> But but you had seen the film right before this. I had, yeah, yeah. Well, um, this this had a bit of you know this had an impact on my childhood as well. But I don't think it has as much of a resonance as it has with you. Yeah, this one. I even after rewatching it, I still get chills on certain scenes. And <laughs> yeah, oh, like is there a particular scene? Um, when he when the beta guy dies. He drives himself into the alien ship to destroy the signal so he can protect the real Alex. That yeah. was pretty moving, I thought. And then immediately launched. And he doesn't come he back. He doesn't come back. Yeah. No. But Centauri comes back. That was quite moving, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, it reveals. 
And it's like so ripped off Star Wars. There's like a reward, you know, the ceremony and they're playing the the epic, you know, ceremonious John Williams theme. <laughs> and it's yeah. entirely, he's hooded, but he pulls off the hood and it's him. Yeah. Oh, and one of the more important things, just to go back the timeline a bit, because we're going backwards and forwards, which makes sense. We're kind of talking about the aliens right now. You know, we've got the Centauri. We've, I keep thinking the Centauri because I'm thinking, I think it's Babylon 5 or something. Oh, but, um, I haven't seen. You know, the guy Centauri. And um, we're talking about the premature alien, baldness aliens, um, the over-the-top hamminess of the bad guy Zur. But if we go back to the moment, the epic moment where Alex actually breaks the record oh i forgot to mention that true you gotta go back to like the the key the key quote we have here is alex is going for the record and it makes no hey everyone it makes no sense at all (laughs) (laughs) why would anyone be excited about this (laughs) so so what's happening alex is alex is not happy and his girlfriend's coming up and talking to him while while he's playing his games and then they both realize that he's he's actually getting really close to the high score that no one else has ever gotten to and and she starts she yells out to some of the some of the people in the trailer park and they they pass on the message and it's all Alex is going for the record Alex is going for the record hey grandma <laughs> <laughs> and they all the whole trailer park comes and watches and crowds around that's right and they're all getting excited most of them are old people by the way we yeah. should say and um even like they've got little reaction shots from cats and dogs <laughs> the cats on top and the dogs barking and <laughs> Oh, that's right. The cat's trying to pour at the screen, yeah. isn't it? So for me, this is the the birth of my warped view of reality. That computer games will actually let me succeed in life. How many broken dreams has this created? People will like me if oh, I'm good man. at games. That's right. I, I never could understand why my parents had absolutely no interest in my gaming. You know, because obviously there were people out there who who respected it. <laughs> yeah, you know, from from all ages. Oh God! And, and afterwards, he's sitting back with his girlfriend. What's her name again? Mags, um, Maggie. Mags, Maggie. Yeah, uh, they're sitting in like in a chair in the in the trailer park, and people are passing by, and they're going, "Congratulations again, Alex!" <laughs> and he's like waving to them, like he's the a superstar, like the superstar. Man. Yeah, Jesus. Oh and I think that's why I love this film. It was just like completely skewed the reality in in favor of geeks, in the favor of the yeah. little geeky guy. Yeah, uh, and his friends were douches too. Oh, I used to think, I wonder what this teenage life is like when I was a boy watching this. So I'd like, I think I'd. I'd go get a jeep and hang out by the lake and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that that was the thing that you would do. I I think that there had to be a lake, and there had to be a jeep. <laughs> I was totally Americanized uh, by all of this. <laughs> In Australia, none of this happens. Uh, and the other the other person that we have to talk about is one of the major characters, which is his his younger younger brother, Lewis. Oh my god! In the dialogue, yeah. So another another classic line from the movie is, 
where he's looking over his bunk bed. He he lives with his brother and in a bunk bed, and the beta Alex, the the fake android Alex, is um, he's sitting at a desk and he takes his head off to fix his ear drum or something. And um, Lewis looks over and sees what's going on, and the classic line is, "What the shit." <laughs> It's just like that. You can tell that that movie, like movies in those days, had to have that said at least once. <laughs> what the shit? And that, like the the swear word, uh. and it always had to be a young kid that said it. <laughs> and this kid was a dirty kid. He had Playboy magazines and all of that stuff. But like the other, the one that made me laugh was where it's just cut to him going through his magazine he looking at his pornos going where the hell's June <laughs> and, it, and it's like not even not even hiding them like they're in a trailer park they live with their mum and he's got all his magazines out and one of the things that uh, both Alex and Beta Alex say to him is you know you better not tell mum or I'll tell her about your playboys, playboys. Yeah. And that must mean that the mum never cleaned his room. <laughs> True. Because there's nowhere to hide them. I liked Lewis. I liked his little character. He would go crapola. <laughs> when he sees his brother kissing his girlfriend, it's like, diarrhea. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave him the coolest lines. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I laughed at that. That was pretty funny. And he's got like this quirky little way, like where he's just he doesn't care about anyone <laughs> except for Lewis. Yeah, it's all about Lewis. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great. He's gonna be the next president. <laughs> you can tell. I really like the hide and seek plan. This is towards the end of the film, but um, when I was watching it, I remember that from when I was a kid. That they're hiding in this little cave, and the big mothership flies over, and the whole Starfleet flies over, and they're just waiting in this little cave to attack from behind by surprise. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Total fanboy moment. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's just like in the cave and it's like they're they're waiting and it's building up suspense. Yeah. I remember the 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 bad guys, you know, the red-faced scarred tissue faced bad guys and their stormtrooper type mm, yeah. bad guys with their helmets on that's where one of the helmets falls off and you see its eyes popping out of its head yeah yeah that was another moment for the child to, <laughs> to really have a great great imagination boost <laughs> there was a lot of the space battles in this wasn't there and it was very different from return of the jedi and uh, the star wars fights it was a lot more if you've seen other ones like um, Battle Beyond the Stars, and there's a lot more. I don't know. It seems like the ships take up a lot more of the screen. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah. Well, I think Star Wars. They really had a did an amazing job with the the spaceship battles. They were very very detailed. There a lot was going on. But a lot of other ones, when they had their spaceship battles, it was very focused. You know, there was like two things. There's like the bad guy and the good guy. Mm. And um, it's just always between the bad guy and the good guy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I was really impressed with the, how the HUD looked in this. You could tell it was completely designed for a, a game to come out. I don't even know if the technology was there, man. The Coleco Vision was really limited. Well, 
I don't know if you sat through all the credits, but it actually did say that you could buy the Atari game. Oh, it's an Atari. No, it's not. I looked it up. They never made a game. Oh. Yeah, it didn't make enough money to warrant investing in making a game. Oh, okay. Wow. So they advertised a game that didn't exist. Can you imagine how many kids would have just been, you know, oh, we got to get it. Oh, let's drive to this this uh, game shop and see if they've got it. <laughs> yeah, wow. I didn't realize that. I don't think I could read. I was only four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It is a your typical sort of American love story as well, because there's a whole a whole large plot point of this film is the love story between Alex and Maggie, and in the end she goes off with him, and it's very romantic. <laughs> yeah, very... so yeah, let's talk about that ending because that's <laughs> that's pretty gold. <laughs> well, um, Alex comes back for her because he's he's been. Um, He's, he's been charged with the responsibility to train up new recruits because all of the other starfighters died in the attack from Zur. So he's got to go live on Rylos. But he comes back to the trailer park. And um, yeah, at this point, it's all very mysterious to who this ship is and, you know, are they aliens? But you find out it's Alex. And yeah, everyone comes out and... They find out that he saved the galaxy, and I guess he asks Maggie. Thank God for she, computer games. <laughs> thank God for computer games, man. Yeah, he asks Maggie if she'll go back with him, but she's sort of afraid to leave the trailer park, and she says, "What about Granny?" And 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 he basically accuses her of there's there's something wrong with her if, if she doesn't want to go with him to leave the planet and her grandma <laughs> and family and life and everything. You know, she has two minutes to make up her mind. Yeah. So, yeah. I was it's pretty not impressed. A... <laughs> that was pretty chivalrous, <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, and they, the Greek was yelling, and we got no time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You gotta go make up your mind, you bitch. Moving <laughs> <laughs> it along, we got no film budget left. We uh, blew it all on CG. Do you, do you uh, also. Um, when they come down and uh, Greg is being the gentleman to everyone and, you know, like he takes his helmet off and, and they all take it aback because it's a monster and Granny grabs a shotgun and Alex goes, Granny, put away that shotgun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trailer park. And, um, and, and then he goes up to Mags and he says, a very large pleasure. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. I did quote. catch that. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I think that's probably it for me. It wasn't. Yeah. I would say I would recommend this film to other people, but I don't know. I guess I'm still still very um, influenced by when I saw it as a kid. So, how would you describe your experience? I think it was, I really enjoyed watching it again and uh, reminiscing about some of the things I had in my mind as memories. Um, there are a few things I think that I, I didn't really think about, like the trailer, you know, living in a trailer park type thing and the um, the the video games being, you know, the inspiration for a generation of people hoping to make it in this world by playing an arcade game, you know, that... <laughs> <laughs> I would say that that stuff probably was a bit of an influence and 
and it was a it, I do remember it was a movie that I really enjoyed watching even though there were moments in it that I was scared of when I was when it was on yeah. but um but I really enjoyed watching it again I make a lot of fun but it but to me it was a lot of fun I'm looking forward to the to the next one that I've never seen before so you wouldn't say that you were scarred by this experience in revisiting me forcing you to watch it again I think it was uh you know it it, it it worked to relieve all of the psychological trauma, you know, <laughs> to work my way through it, you know. I'm happy to Just help. Realizing that the eyes bulging wasn't eyes popping out of their heads, <laughs> that the face breathing was actually the good guy. Uh, yeah. There's not much more to it than that, I got to say. Yeah. That's good. Oh, thanks for that. Is thanks for the suggestion. My uh, pleasure. So the next one we're, we're looking at is, I believe going to be one of my selections which is the toy thanks very much and uh, uh insert catchphrase here yeah. thanks for listening did you stop